there. I think Declan and I um, were having uh, incoherent conversations with each other. By the yeah, way. we didn't even have to speak. We just look at each other. We talk. No one else knew what we were saying, but we we got it. We got it. Grooveaholics, welcome to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Birthed by a love of music, we're all about culture. Don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee. If you gain value from this podcast, personally share it with a friend and explain your favorite part. Let's get groovy. Groovy. Welcome, everybody, to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, your top source for live local regional music interviews and events from Rochester, New York, and the surrounding region. I'm with two parts of Deco and the Dusters. I've got Declan and I've got Ignatius. Guys, so if someone's watching this, they've got to recognize you. They, well, wait, if they're watching it, they can see you. But if they're listening, I want them to be able to recognize your voice. So introduce yourself and you know, tell me a little bit about what you do in the band. Well, I'm Deco, uh, full name Declan Peter Banco. I, uh, I brought the band together, and um, it's, it's myself, the mastermind that writes all the music. Um, Nate plays the saxophone, or Ignatius, as we have here. Nate. <laughs> um, Kyle Ingalls plays the bass, and Scott Calvin plays the mandolin. And these are some of the best musicians I've known in my lifetime, and I've traveled all the way around the world, so that says a lot. With my guitar, writing music, that's the way it should be. Wow, so you've traveled, just to dive deep, because you said you traveled all around the world, where have you been? Any favorite places to play? Um, well, it started in New Zealand. I was living in New Zealand for two years. Um, favorite places to play was probably Nepal um, and Ireland as well. We have uh, an amazing pub in our hometown that has a nice stage in Riscom, and it's called JJ Harlow's. Won some awards for authenticity. I love it. And I'm I'm happy to have you guys on here because I haven't seen you live yet. Um obviously COVID's made that very difficult, but yeah. I listened to these two newer tracks and I'm like I got to have them on the show. This stuff's great. And I, we've got two tracks to listen to. We can start with Last Train to New Orleans, but I want you to help preface it for us. We'll talk about the track a little bit more in a moment here. Uh, but is there anything I should be listening for when I listen to this track? Ooh, good question. You can chime in too, Ignatius. I don't know. It's a good story, man. Could be listening for uh, Nate's background vocals. I was yelling at him to get him up in the in the studio. I was like, "Get him up, man! Bring it up! Get some balls!" You know, it's fucking. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll give it a listen. I want to know what stands out to you. Yeah, and we'll as we listen to it, I will I will obviously remember. Okay, this is this is what we should have been looking for. Um, just just the lyrics in general. Just you know, give the lyrics a good listen, and we'll, we'll talk about the song when it comes to it for sure. Yeah, and it's possible a lot of people at home are giving it a whirl for the first time as well. So let's all check it out and and let's see what we got here. I was 
coming down the road with a bouquet of dollars in the cold, cold rain. Well, a few months pass and I'm sitting on my whore out in song, back home, all that pain. Cause I'm never going down that road again. Yeah, I'll never play a second fiddle. Senses are reeling off. And the next shot was shuffling Houston. Put on a plane and dropped in concessions with dirty friend. All of life's lessons, oh. Cause I'm never going down that road again. I get my shoes tossed into the ocean. When I'm all the way here on land No, I ain't starting again no more Take it out, boy Times they got me busting rounds in the last train in New Orleans. Caught 'em by the heels and revealed what we had. 'Cause I'm never going down that road again. Getting charms and a feeling rocking around me, so blue again. You're listening to the Rochester Groovecast podcast. Head over to Facebook. Like Rochester Groovecast and mark our page as C first to keep in touch with everything new. Now back to the show. Yeah, guys, that, that was awesome. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what stood out for me right off the bat is your voice is different 
than what I'm used to, and I like that. And also the fact that there's a saxophone in this, you know, folky, bluegrassy kind of tune is another thing that stands out. You know, it, it's not the same vanilla, not to call any other bands vanilla, but the same vanilla folk music that I've heard before, it, doing something different here. So I commend you for that. To be fair, though, there are quite a bit of vanilla folk bands out there. <laughs> there are there's a lot of great ones but um even with this sort of string thing that we're doing i have seen a saxophone in this kind of setting before um with merle haggard hell yeah he's done something like that before yeah. now what else can we learn from this song is there anything that inspired the lyrics um anything um, well tell us a little bit about the songwriting process maybe well i wrote it after uh, taking a train in new orleans um, with some great musicians from the area. Um, Kyle, the bassist, who I'm sure he, he's not here right now, but uh, he, he he led the uh, the charge with uh, Kaylee Clark, who is Garth Clark's uh, older brother, and Emma Time, another great musician from the area. And we all took a train down to New Orleans, and we bust in some of the best places down there. I was playing this real folky instrument. I brought my bazooki. It's an Irish bazooki, and uh, but. Emma was playing French horn. I was playing bazooki. We were on the side of the Mississippi River, and there was a uh, ferry boat with a steam pipe organ on the top that was jamming right along with us, and that was like nothing I've ever experienced before. And uh, that's just how that song came about. It came out of nowhere. I, I, I spit the lyrics, just pulled them out of the air. Wasn't sure exactly where half the stuff came from. It's one of those songs. I love it. I've, 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 not to digress, but I've never even heard of Bazooki. I'm going to Google that as soon as we get off here. Um, and, and I'm sure you've got a couple interesting instruments you play, but I'm curious for both of you guys, just as a fun question, if you could play any instrument in the world that you haven't even started yet, and let's say you could become a master overnight, well, what okay. instrument would you want to be a, a master at real quick? Um, no, you go first. I would do, I would probably do the calliope. It's like that really high pitched, um, kind of sinister sounding organ. It's kind of like an organ, but it's played differently. And, uh, it's like what they use in the old school carnivals. The only reason really why I like it so much is because it's definitely annoying. Um, <laughs> is because, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Levave Anton Levave, he played the the Calliope. He's the the modern founder of uh, modern Satanism. So, <laughs> hell, hell, hell to the Dark Lord. Hey, you're ridiculous, dude. <laughs> That's an answer. Yeah. Um, for me, every instrument I've always wanted to become a master at, I picked it up and I went out of my way to to get one. Uh, the piano was a big one. And uh, I got one for free on Craigslist that was beaten up, and I completely restored it and refurbished it. Um, recently, I picked up the banjo. Um, that's something that just, you know, I feel like I was born to play it because you just switch one letter in my last name. From Banco, you got banjo. Um, True. But something I haven't learned yet that I would, that I would love to play, um, maybe the bagpipes? Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be fun. I, I, well, let's ask one more question, then I want to move into Skittering Down the Mountain because that's another great track. Um, but musicians, 
kind of wild animals at, at the core. It's like, why, why, why choose a profession that doesn't pay well? It's stressful. There's all these reasons not to be a musician, but then there's, there's a million, a hundred million reasons to be a musician mm-hmm. and why it's fulfilling and the creative aspect and to get to play live and experience that energy with the audience. And I'm kind of answering for you. I don't mean to. My question is what got you guys into music? Like, well, what, why are you so passionate about it? What got you started? Um, well, what got me started was uh, seeing Bob Dylan play Mr. Tambourine Man when I was like 12, I think. Um, from there on, it just got folkier and it just branched out and, and it went all roots, all roots for the most part. But I, I love many different kinds of music, different kinds of jazz. Um, I, like, I like some um, old school rap. Um, I liked punk music for the longest time, ska music, uh, but I, I dialed it down. And um, my favorites would be bluegrass, outlaw country, Irish folk, classic rock. I mean, we play obviously because we love to perform. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm glad that we got Nader because he is he's another brilliant songwriter. He's the other mastermind in the band when it comes to songwriting. Oh, oh. thanks. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess for me. I would rather uh, be dead than, you know, if I couldn't play music, it's like the only thing I know how to do. Uh, It's the only thing that I have found that actually makes my life worth, you know, doing and getting up in the morning. So, and I'm not really good at anything else. So it's kind of, that's, that's what I got to do. Hey, you're good at pulling the ladies, man. Well, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's another thing that makes life worth living too. Very, very important. The ladies it's, it's, using music. Yeah, it's the trinity. It's the music. It's the ladies, and it's the food. You can't forget those are very, very, <laughs> yeah. very important in life. But um, you know, ever since I was a, you know, a child, like my parents, I don't obviously remember this, but I think it had some effect. Uh, but uh, the first moments out of the hospital when I was a baby, newborn, my parents got us into the car. I'm the firstborn son uh, from my two parents. And uh, they flipped on Abbey Road. So the Beatles was the, the first, the first song I ever heard in my life was uh, Come Together by the Beatles. And I think that really kind of put my um, life into a certain, on a certain path because I've, fucking love rock and roll yeah yeah seed was planted while you were young oh yeah yeah they did a good job my folks did guys tell us about this skittering down the mountain song should we just listen to it talk about it later do you have anything that you'd like to say before we listen for the first time jump in yeah let's dive in this is fun for me it's great because these these tracks just came out well you have a release date? How long ago has it been? Um, little over a month, I think. Okay, so these are still fresh. Yeah, okay. we'll talk. We'll talk after this. I'm sure you're recording more, writing more. I'm excited to see you guys live soon. Now that things are starting to open up a little bit, but let's talk in a second. Let's listening to skittering down the mountain. Get her down the 
ten, nine miles in the rain, saturated. you did at the end there you done Ben? yeah i love it skittering down the mountain where where'd that term even come from um so it all happened we were going down the mountain right the day before and it was totally dry kyle's just kind of 
you know, with his feet, like get down this big old yeah. boulder. I'm looking at him like, oh, you're skittering down the mountain now, are you? And he's like, hey, you're skittering down the mountain. From there, it just it took off. Yeah. Um, Scott actually had the chorus nine miles in the rain because we were looking at it. When we got there, we were like, oh, geez, we're trying to do Algonquin in the rain, you know. And uh, Scott's like, dude, nine miles in the rain, put that in song. So that automatically became the chorus. We knew we were putting something together as it, as it went along, and we just had an absolute blast putting this one together. I actually picked up the banjo specifically to put it on that song i hadn't started playing the banjo until january wow no great track i'm sure everybody at home loves it too i'm i'm excited to hear more from you guys what what can i look forward to in the near future anything from recording new tracks writing new songs playing shows what what do we have to look forward to this summer um, currently right now we're putting something together with, uh, Tyler Westcott of the folk faces, and we're going to do a, a super busking session on the Erie canal. Wow. Um, aside from that, on Memorial day weekend, we will be playing at Cherry Hill campground, uh, an, an amazing venue right across from, uh, Darien Lake theme park. We had a blast, um, last year when we played there, uh, we, we partied it up with everyone afterwards and, uh. Great time. Yeah, and Nate was there. I think Declan and I um were having uh incoherent conversations with each other by the Yeah, way. we didn't even have to speak. We just look at each other, we talk. No one else knew what we were saying, but we we got it. We got it. Oh, what a fun place, Cherry Hill Campground, you know, home of Folk Faces Fest, but then they they do those of course nowadays socially distant little festivals where super exclusive that sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, another we, thing yeah, I should on. point out is that um, Scott, our mandolin player, actually coined the name of the album itself, the Get Dusted album. That's what he said uh, promoting a show after his first show with us. He said, Get Dusted, because he's, he's wanted a Dusted. Yeah. Uh, I like the slogan, Deco and the Dusters, get dusted. Get dusted. Nothing to do with that duster stuff, right? No, not not like a Swiffer duster. <laughs> uh, we were thinking more like uh, there's these this old-timey, uh, long cowboy jackets they had. They would call those dusters. But in reality, I'm looking at the roots music and how we're dusting it off and bringing it back. I like that. <laughs> I like that. This is random, but um, Shooter Jennings has a song, came out a long time ago, but he says, let's put the O back in country. <laughs> and I like that concept of let's let's dust it off and bring it back to where, where it should be. Exactly. Cool. Uh, how do people keep in touch? Where What's the best way to reach out to you guys? Listen, learn uh, more. You can message our uh, band page on Facebook, Deco and the Dusters. Easy as pie. I'll put yeah, that in the show notes. Deco and the Dusters. This stuff's great. I'm excited for more to come from you guys. It, it seems like this band was a recent inception. How long has it been? Uh, well, Deco and the Dusters started in 2017 with just me and a good mate of mine. His name was Nick Hendy. Uh, and we had the drummer from High Pines as well. His name was Elliot, Elliot Jackson. And uh, it went on for about a year. and. Hendy was going to Montana, um, so and I was going to New Zealand. So we went on a hiatus for for a while. I came back 
um, Hendy didn't come back. Miss you. Um, Kyle was still around. Nate, Nate was was around. Nate, I actually when I started the band, just before I started the band, I I come up to Nate at a Christmas party, a town Christmas party, and I say to him, "I'm I'm looking to start a band. I'm going to call it Deco and the Dusters." And Nate's like, "Yo, can I be in it?" I was like, yeah. "Yes, yes, you're the number one man I want, my man." You know, it was just, and from there, it just kept going up and up and up. We've had so much fun playing everywhere we go, and we just want to play more gigs. Um, it's it's kind of tough right now because there's a lot of bands, and there, there's a lot of great musicians in the area, and they're all trying to book gigs, and everywhere is getting booked up right now. So we're doing the best uh, we can to book gigs. Yeah, I mean, I look forward to hearing more from you guys, seeing you live for the first time, listening to these tracks a few more times. Reminder to anybody listening at home, all you got to do is click rewind and then you can listen as many times as you want, but you can also check them out on Facebook. Um, and thanks again, ultimately guys for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Cheers. Um, one, one more thing. Nate Please. has a band right now that is killing it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's his, that's his thing that he's doing with his music that he writes and so many other great musicians. And the name of that band is, um, public water supply. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, check us out. It's a it's a fun it's a fun deal. We're bringing we're bringing back Outlaw Country. Ooh. Mhm. Love to hear it. Well, awesome. Deco and the Dusters, Public Water Supply, great musicians here in the region. Everybody support. If you haven't ultimately went and liked these guys yet, I don't know what you're doing. If you haven't liked Rochester Groovecast, I even more so don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Do that now like share this that whole shabam and yeah thanks a third time i, I could thank you guys a hundred times thanks for coming <laughs> no, on dude the show. thank you man thank you for putting us on your show and getting us out there means a lot yeah dude thank you talk to you guys soon peace thanks for listening to the rochester Groovecast podcast don't forget to subscribe and remember the fee Share this with a friend and tell them exactly why they should listen. And don't forget to keep it groovy, baby.